Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 31st in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide, and absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for a peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. A quick recap of yesterday's broadcast, still available online at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. We talked about a former waitress who got a $1,000 tip, and she paid it forward and thanks donors. We talked about an anonymous Arkansas man. Well, I don't know if it was a man, I guess. Huh? It was anonymous, right? Anonymous Arkansas donor pays new water bill for entire town. Yes, whatever your water bill was, they just paid it, you know? Pretty neat stuff. We also talked about a World War II vet. Guy's dying of cancer, but he's greeting people with an American flag every single day. He says, this is what I fought for. This is what I'll die for, and this is what I stand for. And people are honking and clapping and cheering whenever they see this, gentlemen. Donald Trump administration recovers taxpayer cash from obsolete Obama-backed solar plant. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Donald recovers the money. Good for President Trump. Donald Trump, quote, I will sign national reciprocity. If it reaches my desk, we need that. But the Republicans could have passed it when they had control of the House and the Senate, but no, they failed. But I do believe President Trump is genuine, and he will sign it if he gets it. And hopefully we can get enough people in the House and the Senate to give him a round two. But you know what? They always squander it. Whenever I hear the Republicans need to take control so this and that and that can happen, every time they get control and they promise it'll happen, it never does. Yeah, Roe versus Wade's one example. You know what? It was a packed Republican appointed Supreme Court that passed Roe. Did you know that? Yeah. Now six out of the last nine justices have been picked by Republicans. Are they going to deliver this time? They had control of the House, the Senate, the White House. They didn't pass reciprocity then. They didn't jettison Obamacare. They voted over 40 times to get rid of it. And then when they got the real chance to deliver, they, they more than fumbled the ball. They literally intentionally threw it away. They spiked that sucker, didn't they? Anyway, I pray that we get this done. I pray that we stand for pro-life. I, I pray that we reject the murderous abortion mills. But will we? They say there's white supremacist, white supremacist prison gangs in the United States. Is that true? Or is it just government provocateurs in the prisons? You know, it's very strange. That was hour one. Hour two. Love your enemies, knowing that we are all children of God gives us a vision and the worth of others and the ability to rise above prejudice. Dallin H. Oaks writes the piece. A caller called in and asked what we thought of it. I think the piece is great, well-written. Kanye West praying for an actress. 
how do you say her name, Issa Rae or whatever it is, because I guess she uh, mocked him during a Saturday Night Live skit. She said blank F him during the skit, and so he prays for her. Good for Kanye. Kanye West in a campaign ad. We will build a stronger country by building stronger families. Boy, how do you Kanye write on that one? Philly's back. Looks like the Fed manufacturing index unexpectedly surges to what they call pandemic heights, which is kind of interesting. I guess the best, highest numbers since the pandemic began is the idea. All right. Well, I'm not a fan of the Fed, but I am delighted the economy is starting to, you know, return to, what, the new normal? Mike Flynn Jr. That's the son of Mike Flynn, right? To never Trumpers. Hey, don't tell Trump. Uh, I guess to the never Trumpers, don't tell Trumps that they don't care about Russiagate. Hey, we don't care about Russiagate, you know, the Never Trumpers. They better not tell the Trump fans that or Trump fans will go ballistic. Because, you know, we've been told they care about Russiagate, Russiagate, Russiagate. Now that there's no wind in those sails, now I guess they don't care, huh? Like they cared in the first place except for to derail President Trump. Thousands of vehicles line up in West Texas for the Trump train again. Thousands of vehicles rolled down Utah's highways as well, defending President Donald Trump. Big old news stories about the Trump trains everywhere, but they want you to believe nobody's for Trump, huh? Even Michael Moore, the whacked out Michael Moore, liberal extreme, you know, that guy says you better uh, realize that Trump's numbers are underestimated big time. People are afraid of violence, so they're silent. People are afraid of retribution, so they say nothing. But there's a massive support for the president of the United States of America. We finished yesterday's broadcast on that note. We start the news that Edwards refused to use now on that note. And we start with the good sheriff, Richard Mack. Welcome back, my friend. Well, thanks, Sam. Uh, Well, I'm supposed to say it's great to be with you this beautiful Saturday morning. That's exactly what you should say, my friend, because it is a beautiful (laughs) Saturday morning. It's a God-fearing Saturday morning. It's a God-family country weekend. It's a promote the gospel of Jesus Christ everyday event. And best of all, it's to say, hey, man, the elections are coming up. There's scant few days now buddy you really well, got all I, I, today and tomorrow and monday and then tuesday it what happens or what well i have to tell you this is a first sam this is the first time ever that i hope michael moore is right and that i am wrong <laughs> so you think that, that you still think biden's gonna win don't you yes very much so Ooh, but, boy. well look at look at this texas has already had more people vote in early voting than they had vote all their entire last election. Yeah, there's no doubt they're bringing out the vote big so if, time. So if, if that is the case, I don't believe those are Trump people. No way. All right. No so way. let me just talk to you about this. If Biden wins, uh, Kamala uh, rolls. Biden has some mental clarity problems or a stroke or who knows what the heck goes on with Biden. Kamala takes the reins. Hillary gets appointed to the Supreme Court. I mean, what do you see as the outcome of this thing? Uh, a catastrophe for America. This is this is ushering in uh, the takeover of America. It's it's the destruction that we've all been uh, so afraid of. And uh, there's there's just no question. It's uh, the the stars are lined up against liberty against our Constitution, 
and against American idealism. I pray you're wrong, sir. I agree that if that happens, though, I mean, Kamala Harris is crazy. And, and Well, look, there's there's going to be absolutely nothing that will get in the way of the Democrats, at least in Washington, D.C., uh, and they, they'll be able to do whatever they want. And, and uh, I've said this on radio shows. I've said it on yours. It, it, it'll never be a time when we needed constitutional sheriffs more. All right. There's several, the there's several things that make me wonder about your narrative. And let me give you a couple of them and see what you think. Okay. First one, I guess the DOJ is now confirming that the Hunter Biden investigation is still active. 2019 investigation into Hunter Biden and associates still active. So will that have any pay dirt? Will that maybe later, if we have a messy, messy, messy election, uh, maybe the courts decide, maybe Joe Biden squeaks in because somehow we abuse the Electoral College. And anyway, and then the popular vote and Joe wins. Um, but then he's caught in a big old scandal with Hunter. And do you see a huge mess here? Yeah, I'm. I'm... I'm certain that's going to happen also, but the Democrats are going to be the ones to fix it, <laughs> which really is even scarier. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to happen. Uh, it's uh, Biden. Of course, Biden's gone very soon and uh, th- that they'll do something for Hillary because of all of her dedication, you know, and all that she's done. She's a a little bit old to get uh, appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court, but she'll get whatever she wants. If, if she wants the, to go to the Supreme Court, she will. And, uh, and, and you know, this every scenario we're mentioning right now just gets scarier and scarier and more catastrophic. All right, so the Department of Justice looking into this. Where this will go, I don't know, but I got an idea for you. But it certainly will not change the election. Uh, uh, the right. Hunter Biden case will not change the election. It might change Washington D.C. after that, but uh, well, might it throw Biden in jail though? It well, with the Democrats in charge, I doubt it. Uh, you know that's going to, but he will fade into the sunset, and of of course his health is going to just keep getting getting worse, and uh, you know. But yeah, first of all, uh, that's another one of my predictions. I don't know if they'll ever tell the truth about this. But Biden is going to die of Parkinson's. All right. Uh, you know, I, I hope that, uh, you know, things are okay for the Biden family in terms of I don't wish any ill on them. Let's be very clear. At the same time, I realize that, you know what, Joe's health is serious, folks. This is not a joke. And they're a bunch of criminals, the whole family. And they are criminals, but I do hope for due process for them as well. Sure. All right. When we come back, I want to talk about this more because there's a lot on the table that I want to throw at you. Hang tight. Doctor of Freedom, Richard Mack, on your radio. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? 
Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, I got an interesting idea to throw at Richard Mack. I called him the doctor of freedom. Let's see what the doctor prescribes on this baby. Let's see how right he is over time, huh? It's not all about predictions, but it is about understanding where we are in America. That's for sure. So, Richard Mack, what about this idea? You know, the swamp is deeper than we think. And really, in the end of the day, the Republican-Democrat two-party duopoly cabal has been abusing us for years. And they've deceived us with the left-right paradigm. And we've got, they've, they've made us believe that, oh, Democrats are conservative, Republicans are radical. And uh, you know what? Even though the Republicans aren't perfect, by golly, you got to have them in place because if you don't, things will really run off the rails. And by golly, if you don't, you know what? And man, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court, the good sheriff there. Now, if we don't have Republicans, the Supreme Court will just run right off the rails crazy. And, and they go on and on and on with their reasoning. But you know what? Roe versus Wade literally had more Supreme Court justices appointed by Republicans than Democrats. It was a slam dunk seven to two decision. The Republicans sold us down the river. They now blame Roe. I keep, you know, the uh, pro-choice Roe. They blame that on really the Democrats. The Republicans would fix it by golly if they ever had the chance. But they didn't really do anything pro-life legislatively speaking when they had the House, the Senate, and the White House. Now they've appointed six out of the nine justices, culminating in Amy Barrett. Now they say they're going to overturn Roe, but will they really? Will no. they really stand for pro-life? Now take that, no. and you back up and you talk about reciprocity. So there's this idea that says, hey, if I have a gun, a sealed carry permit in a given state, then reciprocity says, hey, I'm going to uh, respect that gun concealed carry permit in other states. Donald says he'll sign it. I believe he would if he got the chance. But it's kind of like a driver's license in different states. Hey, are they going to accept it? And uh, Utah has the greatest reciprocity uh, concealed carry permit in the country, meaning more states accept Utahs than others. Uh, but, uh, you know, many states have constitutional carries. 
when the Republicans had power, they couldn't even pass reciprocity. Okay? I appreciate that Donald says that when it lands on his desk, he'll get it done. But you know what? They didn't, and he didn't. Now, I believe he would sign it, but I don't believe they'll ever give it to him again. So it's a great, you know, campaign slogan. Hey, send it to me and I'll get her done, you know. But they didn't when they had the chance. So you take Wade or Roe, if you will, pro-death agenda, blamed on the Democrats, but really foisted on the people by the Republicans. Now, take Obamacare. You call it Obamacare and blame it on the Democrats, but the truth is the Republicans were the ones out of World War II uh, that literally locked down how much you could pay people and then allowed health care to get into the mix to give people more benefits as a way to let businesses, quote, compete for employees, etc. The Republicans started all that. The Democrats have been heavily involved as well, but then the first state to really double down on Romney care was Mitt Romney in Massachusetts, and they pushed for that, and, well, so it's as much Romney care slash... Obamacare slash Clinton care slash Bush Trump care is anything because now Trump's making changes to it. And I appreciate that Trump rolled back the tax abuses from the IRS from it. That's a good start. But the Republicans promised and voted over 40 times they'd get it done. And they voted yes, 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 until the real vote came. Then when they had control, they voted no, or it just didn't come up for vote. Or, uh, anyway, it goes on and on to the manipulation of President Trump never got to sign it. So when you take that health care reality check, when you take the Roe versus Wade pro-death agenda, when you take that that was all passed under a Supreme Court controlled by Republicans, and then you take the latest Republicans, Roberts and others that have been appointed to the, quote, bench, and you look at it all and you go, is it really um, going to go off the rails if Biden wins and Kamala Harris takes over and the Republicans lose control or Is it really much better under the Republicans? They have fought Donald Trump for anything that I believe in for the most part, tooth and nail after they had complete control and squandered it this last time. They did it back in the 90s when they had the Republican, quote, Newt Gingrich um, contract with America. turned out to be the contract on America. Newt goes down in a ball of flames for mm, strange behavior while his wife was sick and stuff like this. I'm just telling you, are we really going to go for the Republican Democrat diabolical deception again, or does it even matter, Sheriff? Well, our good friend Ernie Hancock said says uh, that it totally does not matter, um, and I'm having a hard time disagreeing with him. Yeah, um, he goes. Uh, I did his show this week, and Ernie, said, by the way, is a great guy. Yeah, he is, and he says I, I don't care who gets elected. And this is this is really one time I, I've always cared who got elected. I thought, uh, but as I told you before, I thought by uh, Obama was going to be a catastrophe, and I said that our economy would not survive him. I guess the economy survived him, uh, even though I believe that we're headed still for a huge uh, economic disaster in America. Uh, but really, who's in charge? And that's really where you and I uh, will, will always agree. And that is that uh, Obama was a puppet uh, of the secret combinations that brought him to prominence. And the people that cover up his background, uh, you know, real quickly, uh, he went to Columbia University, but there's no record of it. Uh, no, no one at Columbia University says, oh, yeah, I had a class with him, or no girl has ever come out and said, hey, I used to uh, hang out with him. We used to date a little bit. That has never happened. Uh, So this Manchurian-type candidate that became president 
uh, I believe, was a public farce and that it was a whole fraud. The whole thing. Obama was a fraud and is a fraud. Uh, yeah, but, and, the, but the Republicans weren't keen on calling that out. In fact, if no. you brought it up, all they'd do is go, you're a whacked out birther, you're crazy, how dare you dig into his records, what right do you have? Now yeah, when well, it comes to Trump, they want to supposedly dig into his records. And, and to that, I'll tell you, uh, I would say to each one of them, show me where he went to college and show me his college records and show me what name he used to go to school and uh, then I will apologize. You're a birther and a truther. Why are you wasting time with that? You're a crackpot. You're a nut. Let's move along. I didn't say anything about where he was born. I don't know where he was born. Doesn't matter. You're still a birther and a truther <laughs> and a bigot and a racist. You're just doing it because he's black, aren't you? See, I mean, that's uh, the, they can't take the discussion seriously. And here's the problem. We don't have the media to force that serious discussion. Right. Isn't that really the problem here? But, but the thing of it is, uh, you're right in the sense that uh, there's really, when the Republicans, the Republicans act like they're really great when they're fighting the Democrats. When they're, fighting each, when they're fighting each other and they have control, they don't do a dang thing either. They still don't do anything. And you're absolutely correct about that. Uh, but I, I believe this time that uh, the Democrats are going to have a lot of push to keep moving further left. And AOC and those types and Elizabeth Warren uh, being, uh, you know, now – she might be ruining her chances because she's saying she wants to be Secretary of Treasury. You don't campaign for that, and this is how classless she is. But I, I, I just think there's going to be more of this, and I think there's going to be more shutdowns. I think there's going to be uh, food shortages, and I think the Democrats are going to overplay their hand. And it's, it's like, who was it that said? It's going oh some some guy the bald guy on uh, I think it was him I think it was the bald guy on Fox and he's not real prominent but uh, he's kind of late at night sometimes and anyway he said that the Democrats' catastrophe is going to bring back Republicans to the extent that even Republicans are going to uh, take take a prominent role back in California. He says because and they're that's true, but here's the point. Does that even matter? Let's say they do, and then they don't pass reciprocity. They don't change health care. They just mock and play games and can't get along, and they fight with the Democrats. They make excuses, and they don't. Hey, man, Republicans were controlling California for a long time. Historically speaking, uh, you're absolutely correct. I mean, there's nothing that I can point to to history that's going to say, oh, yes, boy, we sure need these Republicans back, Sam. Man, oh man, I can't wait for the Republicans to be back in charge. Because you're right, when they had a chance to do something significant, they didn't. And they won't. And the only significance going on with the Republicans right now are people like Mitt Romney and Jeff Flake, who are totally supporting abortion and higher taxes and gun control. And at the same time, they claim to be a Republican. So... Yeah, uh, those types those types of people just make you wonder: Does it really matter? Because everybody's a hypocrite there anyway. And all right, so let me throw this out. <clears throat> I don't know how much you studied big tech, but Tony Perkins, a family research counsel, wrote an article that says this: Big tech, the single greatest threat to free speech in America. 
Tony Perkins. Right now, I want to bring this up because that way the Democrats and the Republicans can get you either way. Doesn't matter who you like, doesn't matter what you do. Now, big tech was created over the last 50 years by a secret cabal. The military, which means the Pentagon and black ops money, in bed with big tech, which means corporate interests, and the universities funded by above board taxpayer dollars and secret money from China and everywhere else. These three, big tech, big business, and college. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Former Vice President Joe Biden and President Trump take their cases to the Midwest on why they should be president or continue as president, respectively. Biden had a drive-in rally in Iowa, one of the states that he hopes to flip blue. So, Hulk, if you want America to lead again. Hulk, if you want America to trust each other again. Iowa is also a state that has seen a second straight day of record COVID-19 cases. Biden slamming the president for how he has managed the pandemic so far. Donald Trump has waved the white flag. He surrendered to this virus. But the American people don't give up. Trump held rallies in Michigan and Minnesota. By contrast, no social distancing and little mask wearing. Today is three days until Election Day. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with balance of nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway. But as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. There are 35 Senate seats that are either open or up for re-election. Tim Berg at USA Radio's Phoenix Bureau has what's at stake. Democrats have their sights set on winning the Senate, which could possibly give them control of the House, Senate, and White House. As far as the Senate goes, Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, says... It's a 50-50 proposition. We have a lot of exposure. This is a huge Republican class because it's the class that took the majority in 2014, and now I've got a lot of people up. 23 Republicans, only 12 Democrats. There are dogfights all over the country. Seven key races will determine control of the U.S. Senate. Actress Lori Loughlin has reported to federal prison in Northern California... Aunt Becky from Full House was sentenced to two months for her role in the college admissions cheating scandal. A Prisons Bureau spokesperson said the actress is now in custody at the Federal Correctional Institution in Dublin. You are listening to USA Radio News.
promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So Richard Mack with me. So I'm saying to you that big tech was uh, created by black op money with the Pentagon, by colleges or universities funded by taxpayers, and as we know now by the reports by Communist China, uh, and big business. So you got big business in bed. That's big tech, big business. In bed with the Pentagon and in bed with the universities. And they created this cabal that they're now um, restricting us all on called the Internet. I call it a cabal because it was a secret conspiracy in its creation. Yes, it allowed a little bit of temporary freedom where guys like me and others in the new media were making a big difference and in inroads towards educating people. But now they're shutting us down because they realize the education is starting to take root and the knowledge is starting to grow. And the pushback about unconstitutional abusive government is, is really cranking up. Okay, and so I bring this all up to say, hey, big tech really is the single greatest threat to free, free speech, but also in manipulating the elections. Do you want to respond to this, Sheriff? Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by that. And, uh, you know, I, I certainly have followed that somewhat. I'm, I, first of all, uh, as you very well know, I'm not a big tech person. I'm anti-tech. That's uh, the reason why I keep protesting by keeping my flip phone. Um, and I just, I, I kind of want tech to leave me alone to an extent. Not going to happen, sir. Uh, I know. Uh, and as much as I can push back against that, I do. Uh, I just don't want to to run my life. And, you know, I've always said one day, I will take my cell phone and throw it in the ocean. If, of course, the dictators and Hitlers in Hawaii will ever open up Hawaii again, I'll go do it there. But, uh, no, I... I, All right, so check this out. In the latest hearings, okay, because they want you to believe the Republicans and Democrats are going to rein in big tech. They're not reining in anything. No. Okay, that's a lie. They built big tech by their silence, their ignorance, along the way. Black op money, university money, okay? But in addition, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook admitted that Facebook hired 35,000 employees for their, quote, so-called trust and safety department to control what you can see and say online. Censorship is a serious threat to America. Okay? What if you can only see what big tech permits? This censorship must stop. They say we're working on Capitol Hill to stop it. Sheriff, Capitol Hill built it. Yeah. And and, and even if they didn't specifically do it, they certainly uh, allowed this to occur, and they allow it to continue uh, because it is such an anti-Constitution, anti-liberty uh, what movement or business. Yeah, business. And say, so, oh, we're a private business, so we don't have to uh, allow for freedom of speech, and we can be as political as we want. Well, in a sense, that's true, but not when it is serving a, pu- a public or government uh, need or government subterfuge. And and so, yeah, it, it's uh, look how look how social media controls our lives. And it looks like it's, to me, 
we said, oh, great, we can now have complete and honest, open uh, dialogues and information out there, and that the Internet was going to save us because it allowed us to tell the truth and find the truth. Now it's just it's as culpable uh, as government is in brainwashing and hiding the truth. So, yeah, and and I think let me let me just kind of wrap this up on on the Democrats versus Republicans. To me, it will always be and is the reason right now why I am probably going to vote straight Republican. Uh, Don and I will vote on Tuesday morning uh, during uh, at the you know right before my first class starts. We will go a couple of miles away, and uh, we will vote. And I'm sure she's going to do the same, that she'll vote uh, pretty much straight Republican. And uh, there's a long list of about 30 judges. Uh, to retain these judges, vote yes. I will vote no on every one of them. That is another protest of me against the system that has strayed so far away from our Constitution. And they'll probably all still get retained. I don't know anybody who does vote for them, but I guess people will just, it'll be easier just to not vote because it's very tedious to go through 30 different ones and and do that vote. So that's probably how they remain in office. But the, the bottom line to me is I am voting because President Trump is saying that he is pro-life. And how the and I believe that he is, is, but I believe he's undermined by his own swamp. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, and and if they'll ever put anything in front of him relative to getting rid of abortion, uh, first of all, they won't. Even if they pass a law saying that uh, abortion is now murder, uh, they'll still not stop it. It'll go underground, and abortion will continue in this country. Uh, and it's just, it's remarkable, and it's a disgrace that we have allowed this to become such a huge part of American life that we kill innocent, unborn, or while they're being born, or right after they're born, babies, and we're accepting that. I will vote against the Democrat Party because not a one of them that I ever saw came out against Governor Northam from Virginia when he said it's okay to kill a baby who survived an abortion attempt. Uh, and maybe, and, and that's the move for the Democrat Party to, to just go ahead and do that. And the dumbing down of America with that right there, that it's okay to do that, is what I'm voting against. Now check this out. A new study came out. Nearly half of university students okay was censoring speech. Yeah, which kind of shows you how dumbed down our college students are. Kind of shows you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Okay, but think about that. Big tech, the single greatest threat to free speech. Nearly half of university students say it's okay to restrict free speech. Now the censorship army just got bigger. The Democrats are openly pushing for more censorship in the hearings right now. Do you got a response to that, Sheriff? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's the same old, same old. And um, it, 
you know, the question is, are we going to ever be able to do anything about this? And I, and I think I pretty much agree with you that we're not going to be able to uh, unless somehow we the people take back control and and kick everybody out of Washington and redo it. Because, I mean, look at the institution of the FBI, even that one. There's not a single one of them I trust there, not a one. Hannity says he trusts the rank and file. I don't trust a one of them. And, and this is another thing where Trump has really blown it. And I, some lady called me and wanted to do an interview about, about some of this yesterday. And I told her Trump has not drained the swamp. You know, uh, I'm not saying it's his fault. Uh, but I'm saying a lot of it, as some of it is, the people who he has appointed to his cabinet, cabinet have all been uh, swamp people, almost every one of them. You know, he has not reached out to people who really could make a difference to be on his cabinet. Uh, you know, why hasn't he put somebody who's not an FBI agent, who has not been brought up in that corruption, to be in charge of the FBI? He has not done that once. Could have done it whenever he wanted. Uh, David Clark, sitting right there next to him in Washington, who is a friend of his, could have been in charge of that very easily. All right, now check this out. So you might be right on Biden winning, but there's an interesting idea here. Christian Speaker, his name is Lance Wallnau. W-A-L-L-N-A-U, Wallnau, I think is how you say it. He prophesied a win for Donald Trump back in 2016, and he was correct. So that's why he's being given credence now. He says Trump will win a second term, but it will probably be the Supreme Court that plays a significant role in the final outcome. He thinks Trump will win, and that's huh. the reason. Well, that, go, that goes back to the country loses because it's going to be such a huge controversy and that's going to spark uh, a lot of unrest, uh, and it's going to spark a lot of violence. Now I want to bring up the Electoral College chooses the president, right? Right. So the Electoral College is going to go for Biden? Unless it ends in a tie, and then that will bring in the Supreme Court. And the question is, will the Electoral College go for Biden? Or does the... House of Representatives choose it. Hang tight. Let's talk about it. Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, 
Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, so this Lance guy finishes, and he says, I believe Trump will win. I believe it will be the Supreme Court that plays a role in it. And I think God is playing chess. Sheriff? Well, when Rutherford B. Hayes became president, it was because... Uh, it was actually the House of Representatives that did it. And he actually, if I remember right, it's a, it's a, it's a great history lesson. He actually got, he did not win the popular vote, and I don't believe he actually came through on the uh, electoral vote. There was something there, like a tie or any way, that, that, that's where the controversy happened. So the United States House of Representatives voted, and it was more Republican than Democrat, and he, he got it. That's the reason Hayes became the president of the United States. If, it's not in the, if it doesn't go to the U.S. Supreme Court, Trump loses again. Uh, so this going to be decided by the U.S. Supreme Court is, to me, it's a, it's a pretty big stretch. But it's not out of the realm of possibility because uh, this election, if it's going to stay catastrophic like some of them have in the past with the hanging chad and so on and so forth. Um, and it, and they, they want it, the powers that be want it to be controversial, and they want the violence, and they want to further, further divide us as a country, then you very may well be correct on that one. All right, so that's not me, though. This is this Christian author. He says that the Supreme Court will be a big decision factor. Right. Now imagine this. The Electoral College chooses the president. Imagine the Electoral College goes with with Trump. Then imagine the Democrats saying, wait a minute, this is the second time we've lost. We've won the popular vote. Let's say the popular vote goes for Biden. We've won the popular vote. Barack got robbed by this. Back in the hanging Chad day, the court cited and mm, Bush won. But again, same kind of scenario. We're always getting ripped off by the Electoral College. So the Electoral College is sued by the Democrats because they chose the, quote, wrong president, according to the Democrats. And then we get this fiasco going on now. Historic levels of early voting will ensure that there'll be a lot of ballots to count. An official count might take weeks to perform. So it'll be messy from the start. But the Democrats will then create enough election fraud. Google, Facebook, Twitter will all be aboard to manipulate the reality of what people learn and know. Then they'll vote and manipulate the votes um, via, you know, mail fraud, as President Trump predicted. The president complains. 
he uh, is about to lose because of the popular vote. The Electoral College votes for the president, so now there's a rift, and the Supreme Court has to save the day, sir. Is that a crazy outcome? No, I, no, I don't think so. I really don't think so. It sounds crazy, but uh, I think it's uh, within the realm of possibility, I, and I think it fits the narrative that there's going to be controversy and uh, really not just controversy, but uh, out and out uh, fraud, and and uh, there's going to be new discoveries uh, every day of fraud uh, after the election, and they want it to be that. So. So that what you're saying, it, it I think it's very possible. I you know, and I know it's not coming from you, but I, you're you're the messenger, of course. But I think uh, I I think I have said this. It's going to be catastrophic. The worst catas- catastrophe to me would be that the Democrats uh, completely monopolize Washington D.C. politics, and 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 control of the country is going to be a monopoly of Democrat, uh, leftists, and socialists, and communists. Uh, and, and I believe that AOC is going to have a huge hand in it. And, and she's an absolute idiot. And so we're going to have these idiot Democrat, leftist, communists running America. And, and, and how long ago did I tell you we're two to five years out from having a complete leftist takeover, socialist takeover of America. Uh, the only thing I've said since then is that I was wrong on the timing. It's going to be a lot quicker than I said. It's a very scary discussion. Boy, is it. But I kind of believe that this is what we're going to face. Now, I don't know if it'll go down exactly as I articulate, but I will say this. Whoever wins, the other side is already gearing up to not accept the results. To what level does that go yeah and you know most of the predictions are just as you and i are saying and other people have predicted as well that this this election is going to be violent it's going to further divide us and there's going to be uh, a huge controversy for weeks if not months about who the next president's going to be so but but me, I think if the Democrats get what they want, and I, I believe they're going to, certainly it's not hard for me to say what I'm saying if you follow the polls at all, which, of course, Trump turned all the polls on their head last time. I don't believe that will happen two times in a row. No way. Uh, I, I just I think it's going to be uh, – I think there's going to be some controversy, and Trump's not going to let go of the election – but I believe that all the Democrats are going to be really doing well. So if, if, you, if Donald Trump loses, do you think he'll peacefully leave? The Democrats are saying he won't even peacefully leave. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope that he does. I, you know, I, even even when things are stolen from you, uh, which which there was some real strong evidence that my election was stolen from me. And and I didn't feel like fighting it. Uh, I didn't. I, I just felt like I was going to tarnish, you know, leaving with my head held high. Uh, I I did what uh, I knew I was supposed to do. Uh, what both my wife and I knew that uh, the reason I was so miraculously elected sheriff. Uh, I've never won anything that I've ever r- run for, except in high school, and 
and then sheriff. I've never won anything since, unless you call when I ran for Utah County Sheriff and I won the uh, convention. I basically, and I won that big. But as far as winning the office, I lost. And, uh, yeah, so I I just, it was such a miracle, and, and I and I just know that's what I was supposed to do, but there's no way I was going to fight and look like a sore loser and and leave like that. And and I think the same with with uh, Trump. Uh, he just he just needs to bow out and say, you know what, the swamp got me. I did not drain the swamp. The swamp drained me. And uh, I'm so sorry. I've done the best I could. I incrementally made changes that were valuable and respectable, regardless, uh, folks. You got a really a real problem on your hands. Part of the reason, though, that I think Donald Trump really can't make a lot of headway is he won't bring in the right people. No. And I'll give you an example. He continues to go to the mainstream press for his news and knowledge and information, so that's what he learns from. And he says they're a bunch of crooks. He says they're a bunch of crooks. But then that's but, who he goes to. So if I try to get Donald on my show, even Donald Trump Jr. now, it's like, oh, no, we're kind of scared because of the election or whatever else. Right. But I look at it and go, what? Why would you be scared to come on my program? But, but Sam, yet, I'm afraid of it too. Afraid of what? The election and and the political process right now. Yeah, but you're not afraid to the point where you won't embrace the people that could help you. Well, yeah, but maybe, yeah, maybe I am. Let, let, let's put it this way, uh, because because, uh, and and I'm going to say this right now. I will admit that I donated to the Trump campaign. That is the only time in history that I've ever donated to a presidential campaign. I, I use my own money. I put it to the Trump campaign. Not very much. Yeah, that's uh, I did good. A lot that's more. right. There's nothing wrong I, with that. I did a lot more for the uh, Jerry Sheridan, a lot more. I really donated quite a bit to Jerry Sheridan. He's running for sheriff here. And uh, he's a good man. He's a good friend. And uh, I think he'll be a, a real good, powerful uh, constitutional sheriff. Uh, one, because I don't think he, he doesn't really need the money. He doesn't need, you know, re-election, and I'm sure he is going to want to be re-elected. But I think he, he's made enough contacts with us and commitments to the Constitution that there's no way he can uh, hide from that. Now listen carefully to this next headline. The RNC claims 60% of attendees of Trump's Minnesota rally were not Republicans. So what were they doing there? Were they trying to no. echo him? No. Or were they, were they were independent and other people and some Democrat Democrats and people who are supporters of Trump, yeah. How do they know that? I don't know. I'm I just mean, telling seriously. you that's their claim. I assume they do an exit poll and they ask people and then they you know extrapolate numbers from that. That's how the most polls are done. They claim yeah. it's scientific, but it's far from. But never, I digress, except my point is there's a huge contingent out there for Trump that's surprising. Yeah, and I'm surprised the other way too. I have some I have some friends uh, who are members of my church and people I knew have known since they were little kids uh, who are totally for Biden. Yeah. Now Trump's and, been vindicated on a lot of things just recently, though, and the Bidens have had a lot of scandals come out in the last even few days. Right. I'm going to give you a little hint uh, this hour. We'll talk about it in detail next hour. But listen carefully. Deported parents 
declined to be reunited with their children. So think about the ramifications of that. At first, they beat up Trump and said Trump separated all these kids from their parents. They had a heyday with that back in the day. Now, recently, they brought it up and they said, hey, man, now we got all these kids and they can't find their parents. It's horrible. And, well, now it turns out the parents that are found that aren't in America because they got deported, they came in, they left their children, they went back. They're declining to be reunited with their children because they say, I want my children to have a better life than I had. Uh, And so even though I'm separated from my kids, I pray that things go successful. I think that's some of the most humble, dedicated people ever that say, I just want my kid to have a better life and I'll go to whatever lengths it takes to get it for them. That's some love, Sheriff. That's an interesting twist on this whole, quote, narrative about, uh, you know, the border and, 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 oh, my gosh, Donald's separating families. And, no, the real narrative about these parents is saying, hey, I want my children to have an American life. I know what America brings. America's far from perfect, but by golly, I want them to have that chance, even if I never see them again. This is a point ignored by the media, but that just came out, Sheriff. Yeah, well, uh, I saw that, and uh, I never trusted it in the first place. And the the evidence was pretty clear that a lot of those children did belong to the people that brought them across the border in the first place. And that's a whole other topic. Yeah. So they might be jettisoning and refuse to unite with the kids because, one, they don't care that it, they brought them over. That's one side. The other side is that love that I speak of. I believe it's probably a healthy dose of both. Yeah, I, I bet it is. All right, folks, hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Deported parents decline to reunite with their children. I find that fascinating after that huge debate. All right, we got a whole lot to talk about next hour with the good sheriff as well. Election fraud, is it going to play a role? The Supreme Court, will they play a role? The Electric College, what role will it play? What's going to happen in the next few days? Kirk Crosby believes it'll be a landslide for Donald Trump. That's my co-host. Sheriff Richard Mack believes that Biden will win. This guy that predicted 2016, this Christian guy says, hey, man, God's playing chess and President Trump will win again, but for different reasons. What do y'all think, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live, hour one on the can, two coming up. LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic, I'll tell you that. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Richard Mack with me. The good sheriff, if you will. CSPOA.org. That's the Constitutional Sheriff's Officers and Peace Officers. Wow. The Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association. CSPOA.org. By the way, sometimes if you guys wonder why I get stuck on my words, I got a mouthpiece, a dental appliance in my mouth, and it makes it very hard to talk, just so people know. I'm not really as confused as I might seem. The good sheriff, Richard Mack with us, the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. Become a lifetime member today. I am and highly recommend you become one as well.
All right, so President Trump has been at some rallies, Sheriff, and he's been speaking out pretty boldly. And as you know, he can move the needle on social media with just a word. And so he asked a question. Now he's taking credit for the needle moving everywhere. Here's the question in a Trump tweet. You ready? Ready. Can I change my vote? Wait, can you change your vote? So President Trump asks, can I change my vote? So can, can Sam change his? Can you change yours? Can... In other words, it's a question for all of us. Can I change my vote? No. So ask yourself that question, Sheriff. I know that's been going around. People have been wanting to change their vote. But you and can. I believe, I believe that uh, some people have been uh, trying to help them do that. Yeah, you can change your vote, they say, in most states. World Net Daily with the article. Can I change my vote? Surprise. Yes, you can change your vote in most states. Did you know that? Well, then they should just stop early voting. Well, no, sir. Early voting is the only way in the corona, buddy. It's because of the uh, corona, Sheriff. Oh. You you got an early voter. You're going to kill everybody, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's just long lines already at the early voting, so what difference does it make? But I guess it'll prevent the long lines uh, on Tuesday. That's what they claim, yes. Oh, by the way, Sam, tomorrow's November 1st. Roger that. And back to uh, daylight savings. Gone. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. Well, thank heavens for that, huh? Yeah, it's really saved our country. All right now, what are the rules at the polling places? That's another question that you got to ask. Did you know there's all kinds of rules at polling places? Social distancing, uh, wearing a mask, and can't be stupid. Now you understand if you roll in with a Make America Great Again mask on, they'll ask you to turn it inside out, right? I guess they can always ask, but that that makes me want to wear one. I didn't want to wear one before. Oh, and that that's the other thing I was going to tell you, Sam, about me being afraid. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess because I donated, uh, a yard sign was stopped by my house. Who did? Somebody just left, left it at my house. I'm sure somebody from the oh. Republican Party. But they just left it at my house on the front yard. And... They didn't put it up. They just left it there for me to put up. And I told Don, I said, there's no way I'm putting that sign up in the neighborhood I live in. And the reason is, is because we live in a very staunch Democrat area of Phoenix. And there's no way I'm going to put up a sign if like that. I, I don't want my windows broken, and I don't want my house burglarized, and I want to be left alone. And so I, I, and I would normally want to put one up. And I probably should have uh, put one up for Jerry Sheridan, but I, I've never seen that he's ha- ever had him. So, all right now, so yes, you can change your vote. <clears throat> yes, the voting is going to take forever to count. All right, historic early voting ensures there will be a lot of ballots to count. And you may not have official numbers for weeks. They're now saying. Now listen carefully to this. Utah County, this is where I live is why I'm bringing it up, but it's probably similar in a county near you. Utah County officials will text voters to uh, uh, avoid long lines at voting locations. So what they're going to do is they're going to text you and say, Sheriff, Richard, Sam, it's time to come pick up your ballot now. It's your turn, buddy. What? Yes, sir. You, you mean the day of voting? Yes, sir. You want to know why, don't you, Sheriff? No. 
I'm sure it's going to make it where not too many people are lined up and not social distancing. Yeah, but you, you know why, don't you? Okay. Because of the COVID. Well, yeah, yeah. See? So what's going to happen is you're going to get busy in your day. You're going to say, I got time to vote at lunch. So you're going to, well, they're going to text you and say, you need to come at three, Sheriff. And three is not going to work for you. So you're not going to vote at all. Because you're going to go, I wanted to go, but I just, it, it didn't work out. I think this is flat out vote fraud. Well, it's certainly voter manipulation and, and could be a problem because that's the reason you get to go do it from seven in the morning till seven at night. Or does it start even at six in the morning? The reason they do that, Sam, is so that everybody has a chance to vote according to their schedule. Yeah, it's supposed to be as flexible as possible, but now they're changing yeah. all that, sir. Yeah, exactly. And so now it's up to the, what, the county bo- the, uh, commissioners or? No, it's just up to whoever's got the control of the texting there, buddy. Well, so that's probably the county recorder's office. Or maybe precinct leaders might have, I don't know, who has access to what. Well, the stupidity just keeps rolling, Sam. But, but what I'm telling you is every single one of these, you could say slight changes. Makes the voting much more complicated, changes the reality of the turnout, changes if I had intended to go vote at 11 o'clock when I'm at lunch or I took off work a little early to vote at 930 and my boss said, okay, it's fine, you can leave and take an early lunch and go vote or whatever else. And now they tell me, no, Sam, you got to come at 430, buddy. What's that going to do? I mean, this is disaster, Sheriff. Whether you believe Donald Trump's vote fraud discussions or not, which I do, but many don't. Whether you believe that Google and Facebook and Twitter have a massive election manipulation via their searches, via what they can consider fake news or real news and the control of you know, shadow banning and all their manipulations of shutting people down, whether it's the communist Chinese, whether it's the Russians, whether it's the Americans, whether it's the FBI and the CIA, whether it's big tech, whether it's a, a, election officials that just want to help you out and protect you from the COVID, whether I see nothing but disaster coming from so many ways, it's beyond even imagination. You roll in there with a MAGA hat and you're breaking the election rules, buddy. You can't be doing that. See, they're going to go on and on and on. Well, what are you going to do if, if uh, especially if some lady comes in there with a shirt? Oh, they're just going to flat out send her away. If she doesn't comply, they'll taser. What do you want to know? <laughs> kind of a criminal would go in there and not social distance. That, that and makes me want to have my wife do that. Manipulate. Uh, you want your wife to get tased? I want her to go in there with a shirt to see what they're going to do to her. You know, what what is she going to do? Uh, ask to use the restroom to go in and change? Uh, if, if I recall where yeah, they're Yeah, she can it. roll and take off the Trump shirt, and then she can come out with the Biden shirt on and see if they're, like, if they're cool with that. Yeah, they probably would be. They'd probably be like, oh, glad you changed, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Aaron. Yeah. Or will they say, wait a minute, you can't wear a Biden one either. Right. What would they do, Sheriff? I don't know. That would be. That's what I want to find out. What if you just rolled in with a shirt that said "Make America Socialist Again"? Because most guys have a most guys have a T-shirt on underneath. Of course, my wife would have, uh, well, her underwear and bra underneath, or maybe so a cami or something. Right? May, maybe she just yeah. Maybe some girl should just be uh, willing Take out to the shirt, show her roll underwear. out the cami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be all right. Everybody like that. And then she gets to sue them for uh, public. Oh no! They arrest her for public indecency. Yeah, right. 
So she'll get tagged with a shirt on public decency if she tries to fix it. The only way you can come out okay is if you have a Promote Biden shirt on. Now, this is serious, and I know we joke about this. Sheriff, we're going to be live election night for five hours, man. You're going to be live? For five hours during election night, Super Tuesday, buddy. So so what time are you going to start? It's about 4 o'clock? No, I'm going to start at, uh, I think it's, uh, what would it be? 5 Mountain, 7 Eastern. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to go right. to midnight Eastern, oh, yeah. okay, then I'm, 10 yeah. Mountain. And uh, we want to tap into you and have you join us and give us some commentary. How does that work? Well, great. Let's do it. Okay, man. I'm telling you right now, we're going to break this down like nobody's business. The question is, do you think we'll get an answer that night? Or do you I, think it'll I be so convoluted? I, think, I, I actually think we will. If I'm right, Sam, we should know within the first hour. That's because... why we're, that, By the way, that's why we're starting early, even though uh, the right. polls close at 8 Eastern. Uh, we're going to start 7 Eastern because you know what? If Trump loses Florida He's or got... Pennsylvania or one of these other states, it's curtains, buddy. Right. Okay. He could still he could still survive losing both of those, but then he, he pretty much has to run the table after that. Because he, he, if he loses Florida, just as you allude to, he's in dire straits. If he loses Florida and Pennsylvania, uh, you can... You can congratulate me and take me to our steak dinner that we have a bet on that we didn't really bet on. Nah, I'll take you, man. But, I, I wait a minute. You and you and Kurt have the bet. Oh yeah, Kurt's right. the one that's doubling down on that. I'm just going to enjoy the steak either way. I'm that kind of guy. And I and I have a lady that called in this week to uh, promises her undying support, and so and she totally believes Trump's going to win it big. And I said, okay, let's have a bet and. We ended up saying that she's going to bring her significant other, and I'm going to bring my wife, and we're going to meet in Las Vegas, and we're going to go eat, and she's got to pay for it if I win, and I, and I'm going to pay for it if she wins. You know. So anyway, she's a she's a doctor, and she's uh, very prominent, and and uh, anyway, so sometime after the election, we're going to meet in Las Vegas and go. Anyway, that's the plan. It might not ever happen, but uh, I, I I think I think. We'll know if I'm right very soon on Tuesday. Wow, there's if the prediction. I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, it'll be a long night. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be live that night, too. We're calling it Political Roundtable, Sheriff. Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine. 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, Sheriff Richard Mack with me. So we're going to be live five hours. Political Roundtable is what we're calling it because there's going to be a bunch of people, a bunch of commentators. And all five hours long, it's combined with a fundraiser for LibertyNewsRadio.com. Donate liberally today, would you please? The only time we believe in liberalism. Uh, anyway, the bottom line is we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be live five to ten mountain. Maybe go longer. 7 to midnight Eastern time. We're going to start early for the very reasons you point out, Sheriff. It might be a quick night. Also, it may be a very long night indeed. But how do they announce if they count the votes, the popular vote, they might come back early and say, Donald, you lost, buddy. And then later say the Electoral College doubled down and supported President Trump. We reverse ourselves. What do you think of that idea? Yeah, I think I think that's uh, very likely. Uh, but but like I say, it should be a quick night if I'm right. Uh, you know, I think. But like you just mentioned, uh, it could be this. It could be the back and forth thing uh, because of so many uh, early votes and votes coming in by mail. And so, oh well, he Trump Trump has lost Florida, but we're, there's still a lot, you know. And so the the press loves, and it's probably the only reason you can ever come up with a reason why we do computer voter, uh, computer voting, because it is so fraud laden and easy to manipulate and easy to hack, and they've already proven that the Diebold machines are a joke. But why we do computer voting at all is a joke, because the only advantage to early vote uh, to computer voting is to get the numbers out early. And that's only to help the press. That helps the reporters, and that gives them something to do. And they love calling a state. And, of course, the mainstream media is going to love announcing that Trump has lost. And so they're anxiously awaiting any type of sign. And it might be a Truman-Dewey thing where they actually announce the wrong one and the other one wins. That that happened with also uh, uh, Gore and Bush, uh, and they had to backpedal on the Florida announcement. So Florida is key on that, uh, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, if if the president loses Georgia or North Carolina, either one of those, uh, he probably will lose the election. So I think that I think the early call is is likely, 
I don't know how to respond to this, <laughs> except for I've got a few, um, I guess, thoughts here that relate is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this idea that we talked about last hour. Christian speaker Lance Wallnow, he believes that God is playing chess and that God is in this election. I don't and think I, God I don't think God cares, but go ahead. You don't think God cares? So do you, are you kind of a deist where you just think God winds up the universe and then walks away? No, I I, I just don't think that elections are that important to it. I think he's going to let us decide and he pretty much stays out of our mistakes and allows us to make our mistakes. He allows us the room to be stupid, to to be wrong, and and that the consequences are a natural, uh, a natural occurrence to our own mistakes and wrongdoing. All right, Chuck Baldwin just wrote a column that I find relevant to this. Uh, he wrote a column basically saying, "Hey, you know what? You guys that are voting for Trump, you're deceived. Trump ain't going to get it done." And then he wrote another co- another column that says this. And I half agree with Chuck, and I half disagree. I'll explain. Quote, I repeat, America's problems are not political, says Chuck Baldwin. Yeah. In other words, America's problems are not political. They are spiritual, he says. I agree with that point. I don't agree that, that voting for Trump is is an immoral vote necessarily. Um, but I, I he thinks that voting for Trump is completely immoral, and you're just accepting the left-right paradigm deception. And so he says that, you know what, it's not a political answer. I agree that it's not a political answer. I disagree, though, when we say that, say, voting for President Trump is maybe an immoral vote. I think many moral people are just doing the best they can with a very difficult landscape, right? Yeah. But I find that an interesting column, to say the least. Yeah, I think, you know, there's no question that he's correct about the spiritual part of this uh we've totally lost our way and it, we have turned our back on all of that uh i believe if maybe god does get involved uh, you know he's it, but still even i don't think he'll interfere in any way uh with with our own uh demise we have chosen this we get the government we choose but we have been <coughs> have we been victims of brainwashing and propaganda schemes? Yes. Have we allowed that to take place? Yes. So we've dug our own grave, and it, it, I believe that a return to God is the only real solution, the only political solution. And, and I, I hate to call it political because it's so important, but I believe that the only uh, real liberty solution for us is the sheriff and, and county by county. And that's where we can uh, strengthen our families and strengthen our churches and strengthen our homes and communities. And and I, I believe that's the only solution. Will the Democrats try to come and force us to be a part of their uh, subterfuge and their new political uh, socialist communist takeover? Uh, I believe that's very legitimate, that they would try to force us to be a part of it and that, that we're not going to have any constitutional counties and we're not going to have any places of refuge in america because their control and their dictatorship will be too strong and too pervasive and too perverted 
All right. Now, some are saying the, the media officially has become the communications arm for the Joe Biden campaign. Do you agree? Pretty close, yes. So what do it, we do about that? Well, look at the cover-up that they've done. But they've done it the entire last 12 years. They, they totally covered for Obama. And they're even doubling down on that with Biden. And this would be the biggest story. The, the Hunter Biden story would be the biggest story in the world right now if one of those had been Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. Uh, it would be the, I mean, Trump would not survive it. There's no way that Trump would survive it. He would have to resign. Uh, but the, obviously the media has their campaign uh, chosen, and uh, they've been helping Biden uh, all the way. How and and what they were thinking to put Biden as the numero uno on that just is astonishing to me. But I believe they know that one, too, that they have somebody who will promote their agenda in Kamala Harris. They're all puppets. They're all ploys. They're all token candidacies. And it's all about power, big money, and who can win. And, and Sam, this is the reason why, and I'm going to say it one more time, why I believe Biden's going to win. It's because of that right there. The evil of the Democrat Party. These liars who are nothing but dishonest, hypocrites, and, and I can't say enough adjectives about the people on the left, how absolute evil they are. And I've said this, and I'll say it again. And on the right, they're not too much different because they will support their incumbents against any good candidates out there. Republicans will only support who they've been ordered to support, and they will support incumbents. Republican primaries are not fair. They're not open. They are there to do one thing and one thing only put their anointed candidate back in office. Okay? And that's what they do. And right now, uh, on a, a poll that I, I participated on, Congress has a 2% approval where people say, yes, absolutely, Congress is doing a good job. Then it's, well, maybe sort of, sometimes, you know, they're okay, partly. Most of it was huge number, like 82% said that Congress is doing horribly. They'll still re- get reelected at a 95% rate, and and that's that's just part of this whole stupid political problem that we're facing in America. But Biden will win because the Democrats this time know they have to cheat to get rid of Trump, and they will do anything to get rid of that man. And we've seen it, and everybody knows that that's true. What I just said, they will do anything, including murder. And they will, and they have. They already have a record of that, and they'll do it. And that's why Trump is going to leave office. Well, this, the assault on Christians is happening now, Sheriff. Of course. And I mentioned this attack on the conservatives is kind of irrelevant. Their real goal is to take on the Christians. Wow. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hang tight, folks. Listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Doctors are pushing back against President Trump, especially after the president said this on the campaign trail yesterday in the Midwest. Our doctors get more money if somebody dies from COVID. You know that, right? The American Medical Association renewed its criticism after his latest remarks. Their president, Susan Bailey, said in a statement, quote, the suggestion that doctors in the midst of a public health crisis are overcounting COVID-19 patients or lying to line their pockets is a malicious, outrageous, and completely misguided charge. Scientists and physicians in the government pushing back as well. The Food and Drug Administration beefed up safety standards for a vaccine last month, and Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, travels the country urging state and local officials to adopt mask mandates, close down bars, and restrict large gatherings. All of this as the Midwest has become the latest epicenter and where case numbers are breaking records. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this, not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50, and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. The BBC is reporting that actor Sean Connery has died. That's according to his family. Connery is best known as playing Agent 007 in the long-running James Bond franchise. His other films include The Hunt for Red October, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, as well as The Rock. He won many awards, including three Golden Globes, as well as an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in The Untouchables in 1988. Sean Connery, who has not been well for some time, died in his sleep in the Bahamas. He had turned 90 in August. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he expects Congress to move another coronavirus relief package right at the beginning of 2021. That's a break from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who told reporters Thursday she wants to get a deal done in the lame duck session. McConnell told radio host Hugh Hewitt that another package needs to be more modest than the $3 trillion package being proposed by Pelosi. He offered a slower timeline than other lawmakers who expect a deal to move after the election. You're listening to USA Radio News. All right, Richard Mack with me, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about, of course, the elections coming up on Tuesday. You know, it used to be a long ways off, huh? Now it's right here before your very eyes. Will America change? Chuck Baldwin, I repeat, America's problems are not political, they're spiritual. The media officially becomes the communications arm for Joe Biden. The assault on Christians happening now, now NPR. Your taxpayer-funded National Public Radio, NPR, defines the Hunter Biden news stories a waste of time, Sheriff. Of course. Yeah, big shocker there, huh, Sam? Uh, you know, it's not a big shocker, but it's interesting that the Republicans, who had control of the House, the Senate, the White House, 
They've had control of the courts in the past. Roe versus Wade's to their doorstep, if you will. Yeah. They had the majority on the court when it happened. They didn't overturn it when they got the chance. Right. They could have legislatively overturned it as well, but they didn't. Uh, and, and now the Republicans are in power. But when NPR defines Hunter Biden news waste of time, look, the Republicans have allowed the taxpayers to fund Planned Parenthood, which they couldn't get rid of either. And whether you get rid of the organization or not, I understand. But you, you don't have to fund it with our tax dollars. They didn't do that either. Right. Now, they didn't get rid of NPR either in terms of its funding. They talked about it. They babbled at the mouth. But they didn't get anything done, Sheriff. No, they didn't. And uh, you and I have discussed that before. And that just takes us back to the Republicans being as bad as the Democrats. When, when they're not in power, they act like they're uh, really strong and they'll go after the Democrats because they know it won't do any good. They know they'll get nothing from it, but they'll get some political hay out of it. When it really comes down to voting to get rid of funding Planned Parenthood, which I believe is a lawsuit waiting to happen, because if they don't fund me, then e- then equal protection under the law or equal access to the law uh, is not there, obviously. So how can they justify funding Planned Parenthood and then not the CSPOA or Liberty Roundtable? So the, the Republicans have earned being compared to the Democrats. They've earned it. Okay, And I'm not going to shy away from that uh, because I hope that Republicans win this time around. If Republicans win, they're not going to do anything, and they'll they'll – continue to do the same old, same old politics. Uh, right now, I voted, I will vote for Martha McSally, but I think she's a joke, and I think she's a horrible candidate. And uh, I, I just, my message to one and all is that I will not support abortion uh, or gun right, control. There you have it. Well, here's an update from Texas. The U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that Texas election officials can indeed reject mail-in ballots with mismatched signatures without notifying the voter that the ballot wasn't even counted. Yeah, how are they going to do that? You're going to sit there and compare signatures all day long? Yeah. Good luck. No, what they're going to do is they're going to reject whatever balance they want, sir. And then, and, if, and, you, and then if you ever bring up that, hey, that isn't right, they're going to say, hey, man, we got the court that said we can do this for mismatched signatures, and there's other legitimate reasons as well. And you know what, Sheriff? You just don't, We don't have time to dig into this. Move along. We've already been given the authority by the courts, and they're not going to define in detail. They're just going to gloss over the details. But say we've been given permission by the courts to throw these out. Shut up. Sit down. Go away, you conspiracy theorist, white supremacist wacko. Get out of here. Right. By the way, we're gonna per- you're a Christian, aren't you? And we're going to persecute you and prosecute you and do whatever <laughs> we can to you. So here's the headline from Matt Staver, Liberty Council, one of, I believe, the most patriotic Americans who literally fights in the courts every day for us and for our Christian values. Here's the headline from Matt Staver. Ready? Okay. Censoring worship but not violence. Matt Staver, Liberty Council. Wait, say that again? Censoring worship but not violence. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly true. That's why I'm saying, hey, shut up. We'll get violence against you. Just sit down. You probably want to go to church tomorrow, don't you? I was thinking about it. You hate it. You bigger. You cursed. You bigot. You cursed. See, that's where they're going. So it's so bad now. Jonathan Kahn 
calls for a day of fasting and prayer on November 3rd, 2020, buddy. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. You probably want to pray with him, don't you? Pray for him. Yeah. Jonathan Kahn says you've got to pray for America, though. Calls for a day of prayer and fasting for America. Yeah. What do you think? Are you are you into praying with him? I am. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely for fasting and praying for but they're America. Gonna, they're going to call me a bigot and a hater for that. They're going to just attack me relentlessly. They're going to hate on me big time, buddy. While I'm kneeling down praying for our nation and for everybody in it, they're going to go ahead and just hate on Sam Bushman, buddy. They're going to tell you how evil and deranged and psychotic and crazy and flat-out dangerous that I really am, Sheriff. That's what they're going to do to me. Well, I've always maintained that uh, communists have thought that Christianity was a danger to them. Uh, Certainly, if you look at Marx, Marx was a Satan worshiper, and and at the most, that's what he was. At least he was... uh, anti-God and and, and uh, atheist, but uh, there's uh, pretty strong evidence that he was actually a sat- Satanist. And you see, that's all o- that's all okay. But boy, if you come out and you're evangelical and you're a born-again Christian or you're LDS or whatever else, uh, they're going after you, and they will. And uh, yeah, pretty sad. Pr- pretty really uh, sad commentary on America and where we've gone. Uh, the lady I was talking to on the interview yesterday said, how is it that the coronavirus can be used as a way to shut down churches in America? And right now, uh, secret combinations are controlling how we have church. And I find that so abhorrent. Hey, uh, don't worry about it. You're in good hands now, man. Gretchen Whitmer's in the news. <clears throat> Michigan, she just vetoed, my friend. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitman, or Whitmer, I mean. Whitmer, yeah. Repeals bill targeting voter fraud. She just shut it down and vetoed that sucker. Yeah, of course. You see, Sam, and so she's for vote fraud, buddy. Yeah, and look it up. Joe Biden said he has the best voter fraud organization in the entire country, in the history of the country, behind him. So are they going to arrest Joe on election day? Oh, oh no! It was a it was an organization to prevent voter fraud. Oh, so, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. Now, what if we investigate and it's guilty of the very prevention that it claims? In other words, it's projection on extreme on steroids. Of course, they, and, and Sam, this was a man with Parkinson's making a comment. As a matter of fact, because he doesn't know any better to expose. What he just said to the world, and uh, so yeah, hey, it doesn't matter what. I mean, Sam, when was the last time somebody, if he's not sick, somebody that was that idiotic, time after time after time, uh, ever got elected to anything, let alone the president of the United States? It's because people do not care what Biden is or what he says, uh, and everybody knows that he and his son worked together on doing this. If if Biden told the truth on that, that in fact, listen, I'm not even go there if he did. Everybody knows he did not tell the truth, that he never discussed once that his son was working with China, Ukraine, Russia, and getting paid tens of millions of dollars for it, and that 
his father didn't know anything about it. Everybody knows that's a lie, Sam. Well, on the computer, on the computer that Joe Biden supposedly turned into this place, this uh, computer shop or whatever. Yeah, it literally has Joe. I mean, Bo. Wow, Hunter, Hunter Biden's signature. I'm going to say yeah. it again, Hunter Biden's signature uh, on the bill there. Yeah, and the guy that worked this with him that they that the Biden family hired to help them do these international deals. He's the one that exposed it on Tucker Carlson. Okay, but are you worried now about the FBI? They're the ones looking into it. See, I don't trust the FBI. I think they're cover-up agents, my friend. They already have been covering this up for them. They held on to that computer for a year. And now they're the ones that are going to go ahead and check out the signature and, you know. Yeah. And they say it's an alleged signature. Here's what I find fascinating. They can verify it's his signature very quickly and easily. Banks do it all the time. Yeah. Sam, so what you and I have been discussing is totally supporting my prediction, not Kurt's. Yes. I'm sorry. But There's the chess, no way. But the chess game God's playing comes into play. Well. Is okay. he playing a chess game? Is he involved? Is he? Did he influence this to have Trump win? The only thing I think God is doing is that he's crying looking at what we're going through. Well, I believe that's for sure. All right, I got a Ron Paul quote coming up, but I'm going to tell you what happened with regards to Sam Bushman's voting. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to DefendAPatriot.com, DefendAPatriot.com. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Now, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes. Try it. Okay. All right. Go on. Take her hand. Careful, little oil. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue dear. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. 
All right, we're going to be doing election coverage Tuesday night, maybe five hours plus of live on your radio. And we're going to have a bunch of commentators. The good sheriff will be one of them, Sheriff Richard Mack, Sam Bushman, James Edwards, a bunch of people chiming in. It'll be a fascinating coverage, to say the least. It's going to be a fundraiser, too, so donate liberally to the cause. We want to raise every penny we can. This is going to help us for 2021. If Trump gets elected, are we going to the Republican National Convention, Republican National uh, Inauguration again? Doesn't he get inaugurated again, Sheriff? If if he wins, will he get inaugurated again? Of yeah. course he will. Yeah, so I want people to understand if he wins again, he has to have another if inauguration. Somebody hasn't, right? If somebody hasn't shot him, but... You know, hey now, don't say that kind of stuff. I've already been I've already been surprised that somebody hasn't tried that a lot. And I guess there's been some claims of that that came close, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, uh, this is kind of a scary scenario. But headline says, "Girl officially charged with felony for pointing Ooh. a girl officially charged oh. with a felony uh-huh. for pointing finger gun at classmates." Oh my gosh! Yeah, buddy. Well, then I guess I could be arrested as a teacher because I remember uh, I Amen. try to have the kids remember the Second Amendment by holding up two fingers that look like a gun. So, look, I said this, there's two fingers, Second Amendment. And so that's how I remember, remind them to yeah, remember. Buddy, you're ready to get arrested, my I friend. guess I'm going to go to jail pretty soon for that. And you also kind of threatened uh, the president might get shot. You know, you said that. Well, <laughs> Yeah, now, I know you're not saying that you'd be involved in that. Of course, you would abhor such behavior, and I get all that. I'm just telling you, they're, they're literally manipulating everything we say and do now, everywhere, all the time. Yeah. Well, I don't have to worry about that because the Democrats would support me saying something like that. And they're the only ones that would do anything about it. As they're going to own everything really right. soon. There you go. Anyway, so what if Joe Biden wins? Are you going to go to the Democrat inauguration, buddy? Are you going to roll in? Let's see. Would I want to go to Washington, D.C. at that time? Um, Only to witness the entertainment and the joke that it all is. So So here's the deal, though. We're raising money election night all night long for Liberty News Radio because we need to go to some of these places and people and and events and things. We got a bunch of events. You went to the inauguration last time, as I recall. Yeah, man. And I think we got to go again no matter who it is. And I'll tell you what, it's interesting. It's going to be crazy. But we need money to go. See, I have a day job, and we, we fund this network out of our own pockets and stuff like that. And when I leave to go do those things, man, i gotta not, I got to take you know, time off work, and i got to travel, and there's increased expenses. I'm not begging you to fund my family, ladies and gentlemen, but I am encouraging you to donate liberally. It's the only time we believe in liberalism because we'll use that money really to travel and report live from places. That's why we're doing the extra five-hour broadcast. It's a fundraiser. It's going to be live. It's going to be on LibertyNewsRadio.com. Spread the word. Donate today. Now, Ron Paul's in the news, and here's what he says. You think you've seen lockdowns before? Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Ron Paul, quote, the coming lockdowns aren't funny. And he goes in and explains in this article how these lockdowns are going to be absolutely crazy and disastrous. And I'm telling you right now, some are calling it, you know, uh, coronavirus 2.0. Some are calling it the third wave. Some are calling it... um, COVID 2021, and they say it's going to be way worse than you've ever seen, Sheriff. Uh, Sam, I totally agree with that. Is that and going I, to be the retribution for Donald Trump winning if he wins? I I don't think Donald Trump will allow that. I think it's saying that Democrats are going to win. I'm saying even if Donald wins, they control the news and the narrative, and they'll just simply browbeat him into a shutdown. They'll dismiss Scott Atlas. They'll promote Fauci, and they'll say, listen— Everybody's getting sick. Let me tell you what happened yesterday. Yeah. 
I was hanging out at my desk working, and all of a sudden I get these, you know these alerts that take over your cell phone? Yes, of course. And they use the alerts primarily for, um, oh, what's that that girl girl's name of the law? Oh shoot! Anyway, it's the name of a girl. It's a it's a Megan's Law or whatever. Anyway, oh. and, and they and they can take over your phone and they say, "Oh, it's an Amber Alert." That's what it's called, Amber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, an Amber Alert. Well, normally they take over my phone for Amber Alerts, right? Right. But yesterday they took over my phone in Utah, and here's what it said: The coronavirus is out of control. It is a pandemic. Right. The hospitals in the uh, uh, medical industry are alerting the hospitals are going to be overwhelmed. And, and we're back to this. Let now they before they told us less than twenty people. Now it's less than ten people. The shutdown is alive and well. Even in the original pandemic, they never took over my phone like that, Sheriff. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like they are heading towards convincing us all that the shutdown is the only way to save us. Uh, Italy is already reinstituting uh, shutdown, even though. They have proof that the first one obviously didn't work. So what what I've been saying on all the radio shows about that is, look, uh, the vaccine is not going to solve the COVID-19 problem. Uh, it will not be any more effective than the flu vaccine. We've never come up with a cure of the flu. We've never come up with a cure of AIDS. We've never come up with a cure for the common cold. And you would think that that would be very easy to do with the science that we have and the technology that we have these days. There's some people, of course, that claim that we do already have a, a cure because, but that would be all this natural food and nutrition stuff. There's some people that claim that, uh, but the deal the deal is, if we don't have these cures, we're not going to get a cure for this. And so what's the bottom line, that we just shut down and we starve everybody and the food shortages? Or just like with the flu and the common cold and any other diseases and viruses that we have in the world and in America, we deal with it on a case-by-case basis. But we work, we try, we take care of ourselves, we get do better nutrition, we take zinc and iodine and vitamin D and vitamin C, and we do that every day, and we build up our immune systems, uh, and uh, we do the best we can to deal with it. But we do not shut each other down. And thinking of that, again, just shows how absolutely out of control and dishonest this entire process is. But I'm telling you, it isn't funny. They're literally talking about the most hardcore draconian uh, views I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen it so hostile and in your face before. Less than 10 people can meet, and we're telling you, you better lock down. And they're really starting to uh, crank up penalty. They're talking yeah, about COVID-19, about, the ultimate price. Yeah. How about uh, Governor Newsom telling everybody how they can have Thanksgiving? Why not? They're already telling us how to have church. Listen to this. Utah State Prison under Code Red lockdown due to potential COVID-19 outbreak. (laughs) Now listen. State of Utah issues cell phone alert. Emergency alert about COVID-19. 
Think about those two headlines. And you go, what on earth is going to happen here? Anyway, Ron Paul's on point with this. By the way, he's a doctor, remember? Yeah. You want to respond? Well, the reason I was laughing, they're, they're going to have a lockdown at a prison? What do you think a prison is? <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm saying. It's just, what on earth are we talking about? Oh, gosh, Sam. This, this is what I mean. Utah State Prison under Code Red lockdown there. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's shocking. I don't quite know how to even respond. But well, what about you- this severe coronavirus threat and this issue where the state of Utah issues what they call rare cell phone emergency alert about COVID-19. Now they got a video going in the background that I can't stop, even though I'm on their website. But they're saying people in Utah received a rare alert about the COVID-19 on their cell phones on Friday afternoon. People are freaking out about this, Sheriff. Yeah. What's next? Well, remember when I said I wanted to throw my cell phone in the ocean? Yeah, but just so you don't get the alert. Yeah. Just so you're not knowledgeable about the lockdown. Yeah. What happens? What's the next step? Cops just driving the roads and anybody found out and about to be arrested like they did in Peru? Yeah. Do you want me to say that that's not going to happen? Um, only if you're convinced that it's true. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's the problem. I think that this is going to happen. Yeah. In other words, what I'm saying to you is I don't think we've even seen close to the end of this. It's getting worse and ratcheting up. It's not going down. Now, I know most people feel like they've had a little bit of a kind of a reprieve. They're afraid not to get the natives too restless kind of a thing. But they're literally going to push harder. Well, Sam, uh, this is all about social engineering and accepting the communist takeover of America, and, and the social engineering has been working, and the people who are being enslaved by the uh, social engineering going on in our country are the ones that are really helping promote it, and the people who don't wear masks and do what they're told, the people are voluntarily just naturally becoming brown shirts and reporting and and telling on their neighbors and and attacking their neighbors who choose not to go along. I was on a panel just a few days ago with a John Birch Society uh, speaker and myself and, and, and a couple of other people, and I said this, ladies and gentlemen, you better get on your knees and pray like you've never prayed before. So that's my comment for that. By the way, I already voted. I voted via mail-in ballot. You say, Sam, why did you do it? Because uh, I want to try to understand the process, etc. and they're moving to that. There's no way to stop it. But I voted for Don Blankenship of the Constitution Party for president. I voted no on all the Utah amendments. I voted no on Prop 9 for Utah County and the change in the form of government there. I voted to remove every single judge. And I voted for the uh, Independent American Party presidential candidate and vice presidential, or, I'm sorry, the Independent Party American for Governor and Lieutenant Governor, and I voted for the Constitution Party's Don Blankenship for President. And you say, Sam, why did you say you were going to vote for Trump and you didn't? And here's why. I support Trump completely, but in Utah, Trump is going to win no matter what anyway. 
So I might as well make a third-party statement and back Don Blankenship. Donald Trump threatens to sue the media. Don Blankenship already sued him for $12 billion, including Donald Trump Jr. Did you know that? So I voted no. for Don Blankenship, uh, even though I support Trump. If, Tr- if I believe Trump was maybe not going to win in Utah, then I would have for sure voted for Trump to ensure his win. But in Utah, I, I need to make that third-party statement. That's what I did, Sheriff. Well, did that guy win in his lawsuit, or is it still ongoing? It's still ongoing. Oh, okay. Well, there is no question about it that both the Democrats and Republicans totally agree on not having third parties being able to be on the ballots. And both, and, and maybe even more, from Republicans, because Republicans get hurt by libertarian candidates and constitutional candidates more than the Democrats do. So the Republicans have also pulled off some crap. And so... When they do, I will always be there to point it out. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I'm pointing out the swamp, and I'm pointing out that the Republicans had control of the courts when Roe, the murderous law uh, that's been going on, murdering over, what, 60 million babies since. Um, that's why I highlight the Republicans had control of the courts, because that's always what they claim. Oh, my gosh, you got to vote for a Republican. If for any other reason, Sheriff, because they got to have the good guys on the courts to stop the bad guys, and it's just not true. Right. The swamp is so deep, ladies and gentlemen. I support President Trump and all the good that he's done. But I also support constitutionality and the rule of law. By the way, uh, People's Rights, Ammon Bundy's group is doing a phenomenal job. We'll have to get to that another day. We'll talk about that on election night, too. Election night coverage coming up Tuesday. The good chef will be with me. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thank you, Sam. CSPOA.org, lovingliberty.net. God 